You are listening to Personal Branding Exposed with Megan McNeil. Each episode, we'll explore different areas of personal branding and how you can build, maintain, and leverage off your own personal brand. Here's your host, Megan. Hey everyone, welcome to Personal Branding Exposed. I'm Megan McNeil, personal brand strategist. And today I have got my good friend and my photographer, um, Morgan Nesbitt here with me. Hey Morgan, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So Morgan um, is one of my good friends as well as um, he does a lot of my photos for my personal branding. And I've had a couple of photographers on the show already because I think everyone knows how important I think photography is for your brand because... The only logo that you're going to see through your whole life is this thing here, your face. So um, I wanted to chat with Morgan because obviously we can we can get into a bit of the process of what we do for my brand, but also what's um, Morgan's brand, like how did he get started, etc. So Morgan, um, tell us, when you were 15, sitting in the classroom, what did you think you were going to do? <laughs> uh, I actually thought I was going to be a professional skateboarder. <laughs> um, yeah, as a teenager, that's all I did was I just skateboarded. Oh my so, god, I love that. <laughs> so I'd tell my mum and dad that literally I just want to skate every day. I don't want to go to school. I just want to go to the skate parks and just skate and become a pro. <laughs> well, some people do, so you know. <laughs> yeah. So shoot for the stars, I guess. But um, yeah, it didn't quite work out that way. So. You do still skate, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I still, I still skate. It's more of a, uh, a, just a means of transportation now between sort of locations, or if I want to get somewhere a little bit quicker or something like that, I just yeah jump on the skateboard and, and use that. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. I remember trying to uh, get on a skateboard. I was just a kid and had to sit on it because I just couldn't stand and move at the same time. So yeah, it's a lot harder than it looks. A lot harder, especially as you get older too. <laughs> Morgan um, is a personal brand photographer, but he's also a product photographer and you do a lot of street photography. And I want to talk about yeah. that because you really got into photography and that's where your passion really started so tell us a little bit about what it is that you do um, late at night and early in the morning (laughs) Uh, well I I started my photography journey yeah with street photography that's sort of how I taught myself photography Um, because as starting out as with most things I was um, you get very shy in wanting to approach people or ask people for help or to use people for models or anything like that so because I used to work in the city and I would skate through work down like William Street into the main CBD, I'd stop and I'd just start taking photos first on my phone and then I just bought like a like a DSLR and I'd just practice all like all night. I'd just stay in like laneways, I'd go to rooftops, I'd go everywhere in between and I would practice like uh, the different camera settings, the different exposures, like I'd learn the camera through just trial and error. And then I sort of built up into like approaching people um, on the street, whether that be people just leaving work, uh, even like homeless people, because I started like a little project, sort of like a Humans of New York kind of thing, but it was more like Humans of Perth. Um, And that's how I built up my confidence. And that's how I learned how to take like portrait photos and things like that. I didn't really have a teacher besides, yeah, spending all night and all morning before work and after work just taking photos of anything and everything in the city so and I was just naturally drawn to street photography Uh, I don't know if that has anything well I think it does actually more to do with like my skateboarding sort of background because obviously skateboarding everywhere I'd go to the city I'd go literally all around Perth to skate 
So I don't know if that had a bit of an effect subtly on my preferred style of photography. Um, but yeah, that's how I got started with everything. So all started there. You need to check out Morgan's Instagram. <laughs> got some incredible pictures of places all around Perth that you probably won't even recognize because you yeah. take them from an angle that people just aren't seeing you know even yeah. the train station I've seen some of your pictures I've gone is that the train station and it's just we're too busy on our phones we're too yeah. busy like chatting away that we don't actually see the city in the way that someone who's um well through your lens I guess which is really yeah. interesting um, one of the first conversations when I first caught up with Morgan was around the the street photography and your the stuff around homeless people, and I thought it was really interesting because you know that's where we got chatting about the humans of New York and how there was a lot of similarities because you really are telling a story of the city after dark because it's you know about if anyone's been to Perth it gets to about seven eight o'clock at night and it's pretty much dead because yeah. they're not in the city after work's finished and um, Friday drinks is probably the extent of it and then you know Saturday night it starts to come alive again with a younger crowd etc but there are there's, there's a lot of dark in the city mm. and you've really captured that can you tell us a bit about the changes you've seen since you've been taking pictures on the streets um so for the last uh, I'd probably say five years give or take when I sort of started venturing into the city it I mean, there's, I don't really want to rag on Perth or anything like that, but the sort of progression of the amount of like homeless people in our CBD has like just increased dramatically. Like once people leave, like general people leave from work and it becomes empty, it's like you said, it's a completely different world. It's the streets are flooded with homeless people. It's something sort of like out of like a, like a horror movie in a way. Like I was in the city last night and I was using one of the toilets um, in the car park and there's syringes on top of the um, wash bay area with like the bent spoon that they use. To, and it's like, I mean, I've never, that's the first time I've even ever seen anything like that. And it's, it's just getting worse. And I think that not enough is being done um, by sort of our government or anything like that to either help these people or to put sort of steps in place to make it safer for other people um and i just sort of thought i mean it's again just to me or to a lot of people taking photos but it's a hope in a way that my photos that i take of perth and like homeless people or people in need kind of thing can help spread awareness of how bad it's actually getting like it, it yeah it's it to try and open people's eyes and to get them to think a little bit differently of the situation that's happening in our city. And it's not to obviously, I mean, I cop a bit of slack for it, of um, for doing it. And I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just, a, yeah, again, spread that awareness that we do have a problem in our, like in our city. And that I think either the government and even us as a community need to do something to just try and help. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's a case of shoot the messenger. You know, you are yeah. the messenger. They are you're you're highlighting a problem that we have got in the streets. And to be quite honest, it's not a problem that's unique to Perth. That's um, yeah. you know, and to be honest, I think COVID's probably made things a little bit worse uh, given the situation. And also because you know, in Perth, we're lucky we're out and about and stuff, so we see things. But a lot of cities, there'll be people that don't realise what's actually going on in their streets now because they're out. They're not out. They're in down so well, they're they, not seeing that impact 
yeah or they just go home as soon as they, like it's it's i mean it's kind of cool but funny but as soon as like that five o'clock buzzer hits it's like you just look at the train stations and the bus station and the people just like piling in just to go home like it's just they just want to get in and get out kind of thing yeah. and it's um once all those people leave it becomes somewhere a lot different so um i think if people sort of uh, it's a, again a, a sort of a quote by one of my favorite musicians and he goes just tilt your head a little differently and you start seeing things differently and once you do that yeah you, you see what's actually really going on so yeah. yeah, I think what was really powerful for me when we were talking about this originally was the fact that, you know, it, you get early in the morning when people start arriving for work, you could, you were, you know, because you were looking at the world differently, you were seeing them move from their, you know, temporary homes, yeah. and just fade into like they were still there but we just yeah. didn't see them anymore we're not we're not we're overlooking it so yeah I'm um I know you're very passionate about this and we could spend all morning <laughs> talking about it but we'll we'll move on so now you're, um now you're more focused obviously commercially um that's mm. your uh, passion project but commercially you're more focused on the personal branding stuff and product stuff in mm. particular do you want to talk about the Kraken photo shoot that you've done <laughs> so uh last uh well, the Christmas just gone. Um, I got given a bottle of Kraken as just a bit of a Christmas gift. Um, I'm not really much of a drinker. Like I've actually still got <laughs> the bottle. <laughs> so there's the bottle still full. I haven't even touched it. <laughs> and um, so I got given because they asked, obviously, yeah, what my favorite kind of drink is, and it's it is Kraken, even though I don't really drink it. And um, <laughs> so nice got, to look at. It's nice to look at. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to look at on my on my cabinet. And um, so I thought like it was a nice, it literally was just a nice summer afternoon, like clear blue skies. It was just so nice. And I just thought I'd literally, I thought I'd just go to the beach and just sort of start taking photos of a bottle of um, Kraken. Cause I, I like that concept of like the Kraken rises, like from the depths. And I, I think I was watching around the same time Pirates of the Caribbean. And I think it's like number two where like the Kraken does come out and claim the ship. So I was kind of inspired by that a little bit. And yeah, so I just went down to uh, Trig Beach. It's got some nice like rocks and with the waves crash against the rocks and stuff like that. And I'll literally just mount the bottle of Kraken in different areas around the beach and start taking photos of it. And uh, on the rocks, so the waves are like crashing into the back of the bottle. So it's like the Kraken rising from like the depths of the ocean kind of thing. And um, ever since then, I've just been like spamming Kraken to like, <laughs> acknowledge my existence <laughs> and it was only yesterday it took literally four months nearly three four months um that they actually liked my photo and my reel that i put up on my business amazing breakthrough so I, I broke through so now i've got to keep working on them to try and like you know and i've put them the images to use and stuff like that but uh, yeah <laughs> that was just a fun little product photo shoot with the bottle of kraken they're really cool photos. Again, you need to go and check out Morgan's um, profile to see all of these pictures as well. So as part of my personal brand photo shoots, I always like to have bottles of gin with me because that's part of my personal brand. And uh, yeah, sometimes I think Morgan wants me to leave the, just leave the shot. <laughs> He's like busy working with the bottles. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I'm like, wow, there's like a, I, I'm more impressed by how much gin you actually have. I'm like, like, like wow where does all this come from <laughs> yeah morgan wants to come and read my gin shelf because yeah. there's a few interesting looking bottles there so watch out crack and he's on to gin yeah. I'm, like, I'm converting from rum to gin sorry guys 
So um, talk a little bit, because I obviously want to get right into the personal brand photography, because that's um, that's where I, that's, I love that. But yeah. talk a little bit more about the product stuff that you do, because you do really love that. And you've got an eye for it, because I know that I try and take a few gin pictures for my Instagram and I'll get messages yeah. from Morgan saying, maybe just try this. And then I do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a bit better. So talk to me a bit about that. Um, so when it comes to uh, I like product photography. Um, I am more introverted naturally as a person. And I think what I like about product photography is that I'm allowed to go, or it gives me permission in a way to just go into my own head a bit more. I don't have to, I don't want to sound mean or rude or anything like that, but like, you know, communicating with other people and stuff like that, it is quite um, exhausting for someone who is naturally quite introverted. And just to be able to return to my own head and just be in my own world, taking photos of subjects um, is just different and it's just nice for me. And um, it allows me to explore more creativity and a different kind of creativity because obviously shooting products is different to shooting people. And um, that's what I really love about it. And I just, yeah, retreat into my own studio and I just try different again say and i learned it all from street photography it's just trying different things positioning the products differently how my camera angles are different lighting props that i use it the the list goes on on what i experiment with to create the final photos and it's again it all comes from really telling a story of the products exactly like the kraken shoot that i did that was just for fun the the theme and the story was the kraken rising that was literally it and it's theming the product, the props, the setting, the lighting, everything around that theme to tell that story. So yeah, that's pretty much like my my process that I kind of go through sort of when um, shooting product photos. It's um, getting a concept together and then reverse engineering off the concept to create the props, the setting, the lighting, everything like that. And yeah, to shoot the, shoot the products. And they don't yeah. talk back. Exactly. <laughs> I, I do like a conversation. I, I really do. But sometimes, I don't know, I've always been that way. Even when I'm at work, normally, like, I just, I love just retreating into my imagination and just doing things. It's, yeah, I've, I've always been that way. It's funny, actually, I was shooting product photos and uh, a, a woman actually, um, she goes, you went to Aquinas, didn't you? And I was like, yes. How do you know I went to Aquinas? And then she goes, do you remember your teacher, Miss Oliver? And I said, yeah, that was my art and computing teacher. And she she saw some of my work and she actually like commented, I always knew Morgan was going to be like creative. Like she was telling her like a bit, a bit about me, what I was like in school. And it's funny how some things don't change because even then she was saying that even when I was in classroom, I'd have my headphones in and I wouldn't talk to anybody. I'd just draw and I'd just do my sort of work so it's like wow that actually hasn't changed so um yeah I guess that's sort of a secret weapon for me I guess so. well introverts are the most creative everyone thinks it's yeah. extroverts because you see them and you hear them but yeah. introverts generally if you go back into history even ah, um yeah introverts and uh, people with major mental disorders as well generally oh, wow. <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> not saying you've got that but yeah if you if you look at some of the most creative people in history there's there's definitely something in that um you know I think you've got to be yeah well you know to to come up with something creative and not just the norm you've got to be able to think outside the box yeah. and be a little bit different and honestly normal's a bit boring so difference yes, cool so exactly. <laughs> yeah, all good I'm with that <laughs>
I don't know what you were shooting yesterday, but it made me want oranges. I was craving oranges after seeing. Oh, that was um for um it's a a, a brand called Lunchly, and they do like storage containers and like ice trays and freezer bags and stuff like that. Sort of just uh yeah storage solutions for like your yeah, kitchen food and stuff like that. And uh, he wanted like I literally it was a breakfast theme. I literally because I wanted to test the products. I was thinking of buying them, so I thought I'll test them. And I stored like my um. So when I go to work, I just have like little jars of yogurt with some fruit and stuff like that. So I thought I'd experiment with just storing my my breakfast in there. And then that's where I just came up with the idea of just doing a, a breakfast themed flat lay to just showcase the versatility and the diversity of all the products and how they can be used. So um, yeah, that's how I came up with with that one so yeah literally just using my breakfast <laughs> well it, it worked because i did want your muesli as well i saw that little yeah. uh, I was like, that looks really good <laughs> so getting on to the personal brand photography which i know that you're an introvert and people are not always your thing because like your street photography is amazing your product photography also amazing uh, you've got a real eye for it like i think it's uh, you've, you've naturally just got an eye for being behind oh, the camera yeah. and capturing stuff but you'd also take really good pictures of people or at least i think you do because I can't <laughs> <use them. laughs> well that's good because i take your photos <laughs> yeah. so that that is because you know i didn't actually realize until now i knew that you um were very versatile in your photography and a lot of people are you know i only do weddings or i only do um maternity ones or i only do products or landscape you know they're they've, they've got their thing whereas you are very versatile um is that was that a big jump for you to go into taking pictures of people was was that a a want or was it more of a business necessity how did that come around in the first place um it was definitely uh i, I kind of just fell into it because as you know the, uh, i work with demelza leonard so when um she needed branding photos and stuff like that i never did any branding photos at all of anyone uh first before her and all I did was street photography at the time and she asked me if I would take some photos of her for like Instagram LinkedIn like all that sort of stuff and I I was petrified I'll be honest like even though I, I know Demelza I was like I have no idea what I'm doing none whatsoever and um, I've never been trained in it I don't know what personal branding photography is nothing so she we went into a couple of locations in the city because I had like um you know, I don't know if it's a certain time year but have those pop-ups those activations where it's got the colorful rooms and they got mm. different sort of sections around the city so we went to places like that um, to do it and the only thing I had really going through my head was apply what I learned from street photography to taking photos of a person that's literally all I all I had. So again, how the lighting, the best time of day, uh, different angles, using different parts of the city to create like depth in my shots and textures and things like that. And I brought uh, like fairy lights as props. I brought just anything and everything that I could to try and make me not look like a complete idiot, essentially. And um, and then I I did it. And I actually like looking like I was not confident, and I just thought I got absolutely really bad photos like really bad photos and then i edited them in like my style i gave them to the males the males loved them and then when she posted them i started using them she was getting really good positive feedback on the photos and that helped build my confidence and then i just started again slowly putting myself out there to people for free just trying to do stuff and experimenting and i just kept applying what i knew from street photography that's the only thing 
that I knew how to do. And then I started watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts on how to do personal branding photography and what it is and all that sort of stuff. And then I just started building up a bit of a, a passion for it, really. Like I found it really sort of fun in the sense that um, bringing ideas to life and trying to take like someone's personality and bring that to life through imagery and having the flexibility or a bit of flexibility and being quite creative with that. And then I just learned how to refine the process. So like before I'd literally sort of wing it with run and gun. And now I do a complete like mood board where like I send it to people and it's like, we he does do that. <laughs> we work together to build a concept, like what it is that you're trying to achieve. And, you know, I've learned a few things from you as well, like personal branding and stuff. Like what are you trying to achieve with your personal brand? How do you want to look? How do you want to present yourself to your audience? And once you sort of get that, again, reverse engineering off that information to, yeah, take, take some good photos. So, um, and then now it's just fallen into the category of it's now my job. I never thought it would be my job. I never planned on it being my job, but yeah, now, now I'm here. So yeah, I do a lot of it. <laughs> and it'll always be a thing because yeah. I don't care what anyone says your face is your logo and you're going to need it continually. And I think the day of boring old headshots is kind of done because yeah. we don't just need a photo for a website. You know, it's not a slog where, you know, we're all told, right, on Friday, the photographer's coming in, got to get your photos. And we're all sat in front of a white wall trying to get, you know, the same photo. That's gone. People yeah. really want personality. And I mean, COVID has done us a favor in some ways where we've had to go online a lot more and we've had to show up a lot more. So you <laughs> Um, bless you you've got to you've got to get your face out there you've got to get your logo because like it or not it's you know your business is second whether you work for someone or it's your own business it comes secondary because you'll get new jobs you'll sell your business or you'll start a new business or you'll retire or you'll 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 do something else you'll take someone else on the business won't always be just you or you know so your face is the only thing that keeps going with you so you have to invest in that I think and you know I think that to get started the cameras that we have nowadays like you can get someone oh, to take a really good picture of you but I just think it's the best investment to spend a couple of hours with someone like Morgan I know people are listening all around the world and we've had photographers from all around the world that specialize in this as well you know speak to them go and catch up with them because what's the, the difference is that you know Stefan takes some really great pictures and with the the phone that I've got you can't help but take some decent pictures but they don't tell the story in the same way hmm. they just don't have that depth and you know working with Morgan like the, one of the um, things that made me want to work with you in the first place was how creative you are and it's it's you. you know the the two shots in particular Superman and the girl in the middle of the road on her desk, like <laughs> yeah, everyone loves the the massage guy. Like, <laughs> that's still probably the one to beat to this day. Like that's yeah, it's it's very hard to beat that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know how I could. You're going to have to have a think, Morgan, how I can get something as wacky as that. Um, maybe I'm just a bit tame. But yeah, that shot was amazing. Again, you've got to go and check some of Morgan's workout. But he had a massage therapist as a client and he his superpower was making you better through massage, etc. So you, you literally dressed him up as a superhero and that was it's incredible. We modified his work attire that he, I, I don't know what like the apron and stuff like that. 
Um, but we wanted sort of pretty bold and poppy colors. So we've got the pink shirt with the, the blue tie. Uh, the robe was essentially the cape. Uh, the apron was just a part of it. Then we got him like, a, I call it like a little pirate hat. It's like a little sailor pirate hat. We, that was just for a bit of extra oomph. Um, and then we got him like a belt, which is like the Batman utility belt, which he'd put all like his oils and whatever, whatever else goes in there. So literally he's dressed up like a superhero. And then I was just going through each sort of superhero pose. Like, okay, we're going to do like Spider-Man. So I literally had him crawling up a wall as in like, He's got a client up there that needs, <laughs> that needs a massage, so he'll get there any means possible. <laughs> it means climbing up a drain pipe to a building. It's so silly, but it's so funny at the same time. They're and then, like, the, the, you know, as you said, the Superman, so he's literally running down the alleyway, like ripping the shirt open, because, you know, as, as Superman does, and just going through what some superheroes do and just replicating that into like a massage kind of way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's brilliant. Like there'll be there'll be lots of people that will look at that and be like, he's stupid. Like I'm not going to go for a massage with someone like that. And you know what? It's the best thing you can do is actually getting authentic pictures of yourself because you get rid of people who don't want to work with you so quick. Like, and so you can focus on the people who actually do love that. <laughs> and it was like, why? Like in a laneway in the city. I was like, yeah, but like again, if you tie into a superhero thing. Again, you know, yeah. when Superman rips off the shirt, he's running down the laneway to change to his costume. Spider-Man does it in some of his movies, like all that sort of stuff. But it's more of the, you know, that that story. That, that's the theme that we're, we're going for. So, um, yeah, that's everyone's favorite. Funny enough, as, as many people laugh at it, a lot of people, especially on like LinkedIn, just yeah. absolutely love it. I think those, those groups of photos have actually brought me in quite a lot of work just in itself. So... Um, that's the, again the power of being authentic in who you are and, and your brand and showcasing that through images it, it works 100 percent, 100 i love that i think it's um i, I, I think it's really novel and that's why yeah. i wanted to work in the first place and one of my favorite copywriters in the world she has also um um kira her surname just now um she also has the wackiest images on her website but you just get lost in the website you're like i have to work with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i need some of this in my life yeah. <laughs> brilliant thanks so much morgan um so i'm going to put all of your your details in the show notes so people can actually reach out and they can actually see some of these amazing images that we've been talking awesome. about but what's next for you morgan Oh, what's next? Um, what could you possibly add to this? <laughs> I really, honestly, my goal is to just get one of my photos up on Kraken's Instagram or website. <laughs> so that's where I'm sort of focusing on. Um, but professionally in that sense, it's just like growing, growing my own brand because I never, like a lot of people do, I never really thought about it. Um, I never put much time or effort into it. It's only ever since having my discussions with you about personal branding and about LinkedIn and stuff like that, where I'm starting to push a lot more of my brand onto LinkedIn and trying to showcase my brand a little more and accepting that it isn't going to be for everybody and not like a corporate person by any stretch of the means. Um, and just, yeah, growing my brand in 2021 um, and just seeing where the roller coaster takes me I guess see who I can work with see what stories I can tell love it thank you so much Morgan and I will chat to you soon no worries have a good day 
Thanks so much for listening to Personal Branding Exposed. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the others, then please listen to some more, but also share it with your friends and leave a review. I'm a pretty new podcast, so that means quite a lot for me and I really appreciate your kind words social media if you have any feedback or you just want to just want to chat really send me a message i'm normally found on instagram or linkedin they're where i like to hang out but i do have facebook if that's your thing and also on the website you can get my details there and you can get in touch thank you so much for getting this far if you want a little bit more though these episodes actually go out live every tuesday at 8 p.m western standard time here in western australia at 8 p.m which if you're in canada or america that'll be first thing in the morning for you so you can uh, listen over your morning coffee and if you're in the uk it'll be over your lunch break I speak to these amazing people every single Tuesday and they just expose their personal brands to us. They tell us what makes them tick, what motivates them. We hear their stories of where they've come from and where they are now and how they got there. There's loads you can take from this, lots of uh, motivation and inspiration. Like These people are awesome and they've really niched down. They know what it is that they're doing, so there's so much to take away from them. I have got this amazing lineup of people coming up, so make sure it's in your diary, 8pm Western Standard Time and the podcast drops every Wednesday. Till next time.